Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Shine, folks. Good Thursday, Thursday morning to you. It is the seventh day of April 2022. We welcome you here to Access and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Kahala, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, we appreciate you making us a part of your day each and every weekday morning all across the great state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio as well. Driver City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you, join the program at any time. Text the keyword sports radio to 21000, sports radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 248-951-2176, 248-951-2176. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And, of course, good morning to our television audience as well. Comcast Channel 900 and BCSN on Buckeye Broadband. Find our podcast Listen back to anything you may have missed on demand by visiting Google, Apple, Spotify, and, of course, the iHeartRadio at michigansportsnetwork.com is the website. xbmornings at gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox. And you can find us individually on Twitter. Danny Cahalan is at Dan in the studio. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore Key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. Gentlemen, good morning to both of you. Uh, how are you? What was on the screen last night? Uh, I worked Red Wings at Jets, which was a very enjoyable game. Some maybe Were you the, impressed with how, uh, maybe how the Robert best. Sala backchecks? Uh, yes, I was. He's uh, he's a good forechecker too, but that's another another conversation. Uh, and then watched some of the Pistons game, but I I'm sorry, but like when your star player is putting up stat lines like that and you're losing by 20 there's problems i know it was i know and not we're not go, we're not like, complaining no, i know no, but it's a good loss it's a good loss it's a good loss baby that's a good loss i said don't let's not get crazy now everybody just settle down not get crazy and come out here and beat the mavericks and, and screw screw around here one more player away that's it 
And then next year, if the same thing happens, then you can push me off the cliff. That, that player's going to be worth 25 wins? <laughs> Maybe 30. It's that it's it's this player, whoever it is, the uh, now I believe locked in top five. I believe after that loss yesterday, uh, top five pick. Uh, it's that guy and whichever medium to large free agent name they pick up. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I don't know who that is or if they are. Still considering moving Jeremy Grant in the offseason? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know if um I don't know if I don't know if Jeremy really fits with this team. Uh, you know, move, moving forward in the long term picture, I just you know, when when he's out there with Cade, I just a lot of the a lot of the times it just doesn't seem like it works and I just don't know why. You know, last year it seemed to work out so well. You add somebody else who can score the basketball. You would think that you'd be uh, excited about that, uh, but perhaps maybe not, right? Like perhaps maybe you won't be able to um, take full advantage of the player that Cade Cunningham uh, can be. But I I do believe that whomever this this player is that comes in uh, top five, hopefully top three, is as as great as Cade Cunningham is, this next guy could be the franchise changer, and these two paired together, you know, this could be the, this could be the answer. I mean, think about it. Then you sprinkle in a guy like maybe it's Sadiq Bay. I don't know if it's Sadiq Bay or not, or if it's a free agent. <laughs> After last night, I don't know. One for eleven. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has his nights where he's red hot, and he has his, he's had nights this year during a sophomore season where you know you look at the way he started sophomore slump, like he just you know. Uh, last year was uh, very much a surprise. It felt like every time the basketball uh, went in the bucket, and then this year it's kind of the expectation, and then you have nights like that, and it's like, oh, jeez, that's not good. So um, there's, uh, yeah, there's, uh, we got a lot to get to uh, on today's program. Obviously, the Pistons game, the Red Wings uh, in action last night as well. As Dan mentioned, he was working that. Ryan's wagering on it. Probably not a great idea. Uh, college basketball news uh, regarding Gonzaga. It's uh, it's just some rumors that are floating around, but I think it's part of a it's part of a greater picture in college athletics. Jason Beck will join us. Tigers beat reporter, uh, MLB.com. Phil Mickelson. The report is now that he was invited to the Masters. He just uh, he pulled out of it. And uh, more rumors of in talk of NBA expansion. How would you expand the league, and what would it look like? A couple of ideas uh, to be thrown out there. So we got a lot to get to today, but first, let's get you all caught up with all the happenings across the world of sports. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. Do you remember when Sam Darnold uh, was going to get drafted? Do you remember that? Do you remember what? The Sam Darnold, the uh, former Jets, now Panthers quarterback. Yes. Okay, you remember when he was drafted, right? It was like, oh, man, got him. Number one, uh, USC. Well, it didn't work in New York, and now he's that in That was Carolina. the Okuda draft, that was wasn't it? Oh. Uh, no, that no. was the year prior to that. Yes. Uh, so it didn't work in New York, and now all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's not. You know, Carolina's now in pursuit of a another quarterback and apparently Sam Darnold's not concerned by it but 
this is the same thing that happens with quarterbacks that get drafted every year. It's, it, and will it happen to Malik Willis? If I knew the answer uh, to that, if I knew whether or not he was going to turn into Josh Allen, uh, I would give you that answer, and I would go live a, a very good life and have a lot of fun doing this every morning from the comfort of, like, some giant penthouse suite. Uh, but I don't know the correct answer to that because I'm not a fortune teller. I do know that the position, it gets just it, it just gets misconstrued every single draft year. And here we go with Sam Darnold now in Carolina. He's like, all right, you know, you guys looking for a quarterback, that's fine. But, I mean, this happens, and it happens every year at that position in the draft. It's a generational guy that you can't miss on, that you got to have, that you draft, that doesn't work out, and you just wasted the pick. Buffalo Bills wide receiver Stephon Diggs agrees to a four-year, $104 million extension, so a pretty big payday uh, there for the guy who uh, you know everything sticks to Stephon Diggs' hands. Uh, the NFL is warned to improve the treatment of women and workplace culture by attorney generals in six different states. So once again, the Shield finds themselves under... Uh, under a little bit of a, a dark cloud here, and ro- it's up to Roger Goodell and company to fix it. And I don't know how, I don't know how you fix it. Like when you when you look at a team like uh, you know the Washington Commanders, I would prefer to just call them the Washington Football Team. And the fact that they are constantly in the spotlight with negative press, I mean, it's an ownership issue, is it not? Philadelphia 76ers list Matisse Thybul as uh, ineligible to play Thursday uh, in Toronto. So. He's ineligible to play. Uh, sign the table could also be unable to play in three road games of a potential playoff series between the two franchises. Hmm, this is interesting. So last week, ESPN uh, asked for uh, asked the four teams atop the conference, Philly, Miami, Milwaukee, and Boston, whether their rosters were fully vaccinated and thus eligible to play in Toronto where players have to be vaccinated in order to enter the country. He is ineligible. What do you think that means? Uh, NBA Commission Adam Silver focused on ex- examining the trend of star players not participating in a full complement of games. Yeah, I mean, LeBron sat out the other night. Kobe would have done that. You just That's all it takes. You're going to have to publicly shame these people is what it's going to come down to. Kobe wouldn't have sat. LeBron did. In a game you had to win to fight for a playoff berth. Like, come on, man. It, it doesn't hurt his legacy. Absolutely it does. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar now apologizing to LeBron. Wasn't my intention to criticize LeBron in any way. Why are we apologizing to him? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The guy bends the knee to China. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks beat the Detroit Pistons 131-113. to And the Detroit Red Wings, a winner last night against the Winnipeg Jets. Good for them. 3-1. to We're going to talk more about that game coming up next and why Ryan should never bet on hockey. Here on Exeter Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. BetMGM, an official partner of the Detroit Tigers, welcomes you with a very special baseball offer. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Simply place a $10 money line wager on the Tigers, and you'll receive $200 in free bets. Just use my bonus code, ShepBet200, when you make your first bet. Enjoy baseball season like never before and score a big win on your very first bet at BetMGM. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use my bonus code, ShepBet200, to receive $200 in free bets when you bet $10 on the Tigers. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win 
at BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager, Michigan only. This is a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Bill Simonson here for the Van Andel Institute in downtown Grand Rapids. They're world-renowned for their cancer and Parkinson's research. And the Van Andel Institute's Purple Community is an extension to every community in Michigan and across America to raise awareness and money to help cancer and Parkinson's research. If you'd like to put together a Purple Community event where you live or where you work, go to purplecommunity.vai.org. Huge here for anybody who owns owns a business, or if you're making financial decisions for a business, no matter how small or how big they are, Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter can help you today. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They service all of Michigan and coast-to-coast in America. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Your guest line. Call 248 951 2176. That's 248 951 2176. Now back to Danny, Ryan, and AB. Five hundred and five oh one last night for Mr. Gagne. Congratulations, the Detroit Red Wings, a winner in Winnipeg. That's always fun to say. Three to one was your final score, and uh, I, I knew that things were not going well as I received a text message from one of our cohorts here. And uh, I'm not going to lie, it did make me laugh a little bit because I could I could feel the sort of um, uh, the the anger and just the the, the, the the come on man like the disbelief that took place. Ryan, would you like to explain what your wager was for the Detroit Red Wings last night against the Winnipeg Jets? Yeah, I went full heel versus the Red Wings last night, and which is fine because they haven't been good. No, they have not been good, and they're going to a back to back, traveling from Detroit to Winnipeg. So it's like, mm. hey. This seems like a classic. I'm going to get an update two minutes into this game, and the Red Wings are down three to nothing. So I took. Did you get a fresh haircut? Last week. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just wear hats every day, but I woke up not a mess, so no hat today. I took uh, Jets minus one and a half in the first period. Jets to score the first goal. Over six and a half goals total. And. Jets minus two and a half. Wow. And then Thomas Grice stood on his head and said, you will have none of that. Yeah, Th- Thomas Grice is like, hey, I am 
1998 Chris Osgood today. Dylan Larkins, I'm going to turn into Pavel Fedorov. <laughs> Pavel Fedorov. The, uh, I mean, between Grice last night and Ned two nights ago, that's what, 109 saves in two games? But listen, Red Wings, um, I'm very cheap if you want me to keep betting against you for you to play like this. Like, you can pay me very minimal. And I just mean, oh, like, a lunch numbers, a day. My number's way off. 79 saves. What am I talking yeah. about? But, like, if you want to just provide me a lunch every game day, I will bet against you, and you'll just keep winning and dominating. Yeah, that's, uh, man. Um, you know, shout out to Joe Valeno, by the way. I know you're probably thinking, like, what the hell? Um, you know, but here's a guy who, you know, only played 12 minutes, but what, won, won 11 faceoffs? Like, good for him. He was 11-5 and five on the draw. Uh, I don't know how much of the game you watched, but it didn't seem like there were 11 face-offs in the game. I mean, the... He won 11 of them. The second half of the game, I mean, there were probably four whistles. There were literally, like, two or three stoppages in the third period. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the kind of hockey that I, I want to see. You know what I'm saying? I, I, want to see, I want to see teams be able to get out and play the game Hopefully they can keep it relatively clean. Just because you're keeping it clean doesn't mean you can't play physical, right? But uh, the, the officiating doesn't slow up uh, the game. Part of that is, you know, as you mentioned, second night of the back-to-back, sometimes you get a little sloppy, right? Sometimes, you know, the, you know you'll see more offside. You'll see more icing, uh, you know, just things of that nature. But to have a, a game where there aren't a whole lot of whistles uh, is a beautiful thing. I mean, only six total penalties in the game, three apiece. Is great. So six minutes of penalties for the Wings, uh, eight minutes of penalties uh, for the Jets. Shout out to the Red Wings, too. We got a shorthanded goal. And I think that this is why there were moments throughout this season when you could call me a sucker when I got suckered in um, to this to this team and to what they were trying to build. Uh, because the, the last two games have looked, you know, really good if you're a Red Wings fan. I mean, five to three and three to one in a back-to-back against the Boston Bruins at home. Then to have to travel west to Winnipeg—that's fantastic. They'll come back and they'll play in a couple days against the Blue Jackets uh, this weekend. But I mean, it's just little glimpses of this, and it's like, well, how does this happen? A lot of it is the goaltending, and uh, I mean, I'm not like a huge analytics guy, but uh, when you, you know, don't I, give up eight goals, you have a high percentage right. to win. Yeah, I mean, I saw you know yesterday, uh, Grice was a plus 2.26 goals saved above expected yesterday. So that's really good. That means they that they should have scored basically three three and a half goals. They only scored one. Coming into the season, he was a minus 15 in that category. That so that that you know that explains, you know, when you're a minus 15 for the season in that category and then you have a plus 2, you're really going to help your team win. Yeah, that's um, you know you had you had the game that was at one to one, so it was it was a it was a tightly contested game going into the third period, right? Your your winning moments. Yeah, Rasmussen gets the tie breaking goal at you know nine eleven of the third period, and you, know, you had you you heard the Gagne empty netter there, so that's cool too. And Larkin had a couple of assists, and you mentioned Grice with thirty two saves, but that saves 
What was it? what? What's the name of this? It's uh, goals saved above expected. It's G S A X. Who doesn't love that? Yeah. Know, so he was a G Sax. Yeah. And and how and how do we determine from the G Sax? Uh, what would we? What would be be considering a save that he made that was expected to be a goal? I, I guess that that's where I would be like, yeah. hey, Mister Analytics, <laughs> are we looking at grade A chances? Yeah. And, I mean, if you look at it, it's like uh, the best goalie in the league is like a a twenty one or something plus twenty one and. You know, our goalies combined coming in were a minus 26 between Grice and uh, Ned. And this is where, like a couple years ago, it was very, very, it was very obvious that we could put the blame on the blue line and say, these guys are not doing their job well enough. They are not putting goaltenders. There's, there could be no confidence if you're a goaltender with the, with the defense in front of you, Right. This year, I'm really struggling. Is is this a blue, more of a blue line issue, or is this the fact that we do not have an everyday starter between the pipes for this franchise? First full season for both, you know, to be able to kind of take on this workload, especially for Nedeljkovic, the guy who came over in the trade, who I was very excited for, and I thought that hey, maybe uh, maybe Stevie Y found a found a diamond in the rough. Doesn't cost you anything crazy, so. Maybe that's a good thing. You know, is he is he built to be an everyday starter, or you know, is 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 he a is he a backup type of goaltender? You know, Thomas Grice. I think we all have really high expectations for him, and obviously his G sacks will tell us all that he's um, you know maybe hasn't lived up or performed uh, to those expectations. But when your G sacks, because I just like saying it now, now it's my new favorite term. If you are not. Uh, you know, if there's another metric right out there in a different sport that, that would be able to kind of determine or maybe be on the same playing field and level of importance, right? I don't know what that would be. I'm not sure. Would it be war in baseball? I don't really know. Like, I don't know because this this, this is a defense. Yeah, this is obviously purely defensive because it's a goalie. You know, baseball, you look at war, it's each side. Right. Your offense uh, can affect it. Right. You look at. OPS. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if there's a anything in any other sport. You get a like, defensive maybe, board, maybe, uh, you know, maybe another sport with a goalie. Soccer. There's something like that. But you get a defensive war. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In baseball. Yeah, you can. You can have, Listen, you can have that. I don't know baseball what analytics. You guys probably... There's a lot more made-up weird numbers than you guys even... Oh, yeah, up. it's nuts. It's it's bad. You it's bad for days. It's bad with baseball nerds. Like... But I guess the the point is is there is is there another um, another statistic that we can identify that says hey like that number to me the goals uh, the G sacks number here goals saved uh, what yeah. was that? how do you say it uh, yeah it's goals saved above expected first uh, the 
leader right now is Frederick Anderson, goalie for the Hurricanes. He's a plus 31 on the season. So, you literally could just, instead of all that goalie. Look at the G-Sacks on that goalie. Exactly. So he saves everything. Yeah, so he's got 48 starts this year. Or 48 games played, it says. Not doesn't say starts. So, I mean, basically a goal a game he's saving you almost. And that's, I mean, that's going to put you in a position to, to be a winner. The question is, will we ever get that kind of performance out of Ned or Thomas Grice? Or is that a position that is of drastic need here for the Red Wings moving forward? We'll step aside when we return. Brandon Johns Jr. has entered the transfer portal. More rumors around college basketball. And I, I, have, a, I have a very serious question to ask you if you're a college sports fan. We'll get into that next year. Exes and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. BetMGM, an official partner of the Detroit Tigers, welcomes you with a very special baseball offer. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Simply place a $10 money line wager on the Tigers, and you'll receive $200 in free bets. Just use my bonus code, SHEPBET200, when you make your first bet. Enjoy baseball season like never before and score a big win on your very first bet at BetMGM. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use my bonus code, SHEPBET200, to receive $200 in free bets when you bet $10 on the Tigers. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager, Michigan only. This is a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Can't call in? Text us using the keyword sports radio and send it to 21000 or tweet us at XB Mornings. Now back to Danny Kahalen, Ryan Elke, and Anthony Bellino. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Great riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. We appreciate you making us a part of your day each and every weekday morning all across uh, the great state of Michigan and in northwest Ohio as well. Traverse City, now in Glass City, GR to the Motor City. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. Thank you. Appreciate you. And, of course, encourage you to join the show at any time. Uh, you can do so by texting the keyword sports radio and sending it, sending it to 21,000 or calling us on the Myers Supercenter guest line 248 2176. Uh, let's get into this uh, discussion about college athletics. There's a rumor floating around right now uh, that, it, and, and this is a product of our current society because somebody on a message board uh, was tweeting out, the, or not tweeting out, but uh, writing about how Gonzaga to the Big East gave a model uh, for this and what that would look like. Now, think about that. Gonzaga, right, in the Big East. What I love most about, like, the thread of all of that, there's one writer, I remember his name, he goes, there's a reason why we have to follow these message boards. And he goes, because one out of, like, 30-whatever times, someone named Dr. Fart is nails a take, and we have to report it. So that's why we have to scour these message boards for these ridiculous takes. 
Yeah, and that, that's what he say in the article, like, Dr. Fart69 uh, actually does know a regent or something yeah. like that. And and so um, some guy on Twitter put out, like, a Big East, East and West division. First off, we, we did away with divisions in college basketball. The Mid-American Conference was the last conference to have divisions uh, in college hoops. But an East division would have UConn, St. John's, Providence, Seton Hall, Villanova, and Georgetown. The West would have Xavier, Butler, Marquette, DePaul, Creighton, Gonzaga. It's beautiful, he said. So, and, and Jeff Goodman tweeted out, like, look, Gonzaga and the Big East rumors are just bad rumors. Never say never, but not happening anytime soon. Slipper still fits, whoever that is on Twitter. Big East rumors, could Gonzaga make a move? Sure. Should Gonzaga sit at the table and inquire about said move? Definitely. Does that mean they're going to make the move? Of course not. Um... Nothing seems imminent, but look. I'm sure those DePaul people just cannot wait for the 12.30 p.m. tip or a.m. tip-offs. And DePaul, wonderful <laughs> campus. Don't know if you've been there, uh, but they, I mean, they, the Blue Demons. I mean, when's the last time they've been really relevant uh, in hoops? My bigger issue comes with, you know, Gonzaga is a team on the West Coast, and to try to move them to the Big East for what purpose is it, uh, well, I mean, if you join the Big East, you have better better basketball competition, right? And so, uh, therefore, you'd be you'd be on television more. That, that would be a benefit. Uh, you'd play better competition throughout the regular season. You wouldn't just cakewalk through the, the West Coast Conference and have us overvaluing teams like St. Mary's and San Francisco. Uh, but, I, I mean, outside of that, like, ge- geography should matter. And it's always really bothered me in this – Constant haste of realignment in college athletics, right? The Big 12 disappearing, I think, is bad for college sports. Oklahoma and Texas leaving the Big 12 to join the SEC. And I not only believe is bad for both of their universities from a competitive standpoint, I think it's bad for college athletics as a whole because it has basically ruined the Big 12, right? What's the major draw in the Big 12 now? TCU? Like, no thank you. But we're constantly trying to realign because everyone is constantly chasing the endless amount of what it seems to be this capitalistic television piranha swarm that is just spiraling out of control where conferences are making their own television deals. There's no real rule or control out there by the governing body that is the NCAA. And when you have um, you have a new age of college athletics, you have name, image, and likeness, whatever that means to this day. We're still, I mean, you can sign autographs at the M. Den. Like, okay, cool. You got you got a big deal. Saw running back uh, doing a security uh, Habitat security commercials. Brian Kobach has Habitat security. I, I don't know. Like, what athletes do you see from college sports on your television regularly? Like, did it take off the way that we thought it was going to take off when we thought? Name, image, and likeness. Have you seen a bunch of promotions for camps? We well, I've seen a bunch for signings. Okay, or is this just the bag? We had have we had that athlete though since it started? Like, has there been a, just a guy that was dominant? You know, like a Bo Jackson type of player that well, Texas would A&M. deserve that type of contract? I don't think so. Will it happen? I, I think there's a very good possibility in the next couple of years we're going to see a college athlete, like, doing Nike commercials and stuff. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you have to start. You had 
DJ Ungungulele from Clemson doing Dr. Pepper commercials. That's right. Yep, beginning of the season. And then, I don't know whatever happened to those Dr. Uh, Pepper commercials, but... Then he stank. Stank. Well, my, I guess my question as we look at this is, like, look at Texas A&M. Right? What what exactly is Texas A&M? Jimbo Fish is the first one to get out there. But, oh, no, these kids come here. Great tradition. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. All right. Where's that great tradition at? Alabama's the school chief. There's no way Texas A&M should have the number one class in the country with all the success that Alabama has had and it will have in the future under Nick Saban. Right? Nick Saban, when he retires, I mean, you talk about a retirement shocking and, and shaking up the landscape. It, it's honestly probably in the best interest of college football as a whole that Nick Saban retire. Like the guy basically broke the sport. And when I look at all of this, and I, Brandon Johns Jr. is going to enter the uh, enter the transfer portal. He's the second Michigan Wolverine to do so. However, he's a graduate transfer. He enters the portal with a with a degree in hand. So I'm okay with that extra year eligibility with the COVID year. Go somewhere. Make it happen, Captain. Like, God bless you. Maybe you can get into the – I don't know. I don't know where he would go. I don't know where he fits. <laughs> Come to the Mac. You could get 20 and 15 every night and be the MVP of the league. Okay, and this is what I told Ryan earlier. Why? What is transferring going to get your get you in your basketball career? Get you away from Musa Diabate if he comes back. That, to me, kind of signals Okay, that, so you know, you'd rather go play for Western Michigan and not make the tournament or – I'd be the last man on the bench for Michigan if they wanted me to, if I was going to go to the tournament every year. Dan, if you had the opportunity, let's say, to transfer to Western to Michigan. To what? What is, again, what is, Brandon Johns, no offense, is not, go, he might go play in Italy. Like, what, it's not going to help his stock, is what I'm saying. But just look at Foster Lawyer. You go from kind of a here. toxic situation in Michigan State with the fan base. You go start at Davidson. And you make the tournament as a starting point guard. And lead them. And they'll forever remember your name and the story. Like, if Brandon Johns Jr., let's say, for instance, transfers to Western Michigan, and he goes out into the Mid-American Conference, and he takes them to a MAC regular season, a MAC tournament championship, and a tournament berth, and all the while goes for 20 and 15 every single night, wins the comp- like conference MVP, like, you wouldn't want that, Dan? I mean, those are your options. Cool, you'd, but you'd rather guess, be the last guy. But on the guess bench what? You, you take a team to the tournament and forever be. You guys be talk about glory. You talk about Foster Lawyer, and you said people will remember that forever. When you say name a point guard from Davidson, guess That's who right. they're going to say? Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course they are the greatest shooter ever. Yeah, they're um, Mount Rushmore: Steph Curry, Foster Lawyer, and two other players because I don't know them. You have to be determined, <laughs> right? TBA to be announced. We'll have to find that out. But the, so Brandon Johns, with a degree in hand, it is different. If you want the opportunity to go play, if you want that playing time, and we've seen this a lot, over 1,100 names already in the transfer portal in basketball. Is that even possible? I mean, there's what, 353 teams? 353 teams. You think, what, there's 15 guys uh, per team? It's 5,200 players. Oh, well, 5,300, 5,295. And you're telling me that, what, almost 20% of those guys are in the transfer portal? What about the class coming in? Like, now you have to recruit the transfer portal just as much in, in, this, in this world of free agency, just as much as you do the high school senior. So there was a, there was a kid uh, uh, well, that Toledo was high on, right, for example. 
that ended up going to Boise State. And after a year at Boise State, he entered the transfer portal. And where did he come? To Toledo. And why is that? Because they stayed on him. They wanted him. They wanted him for a long time. They stayed with him. It wasn't working out in Boise. Come on over. We got an open roster spot. Three guys in the portal right now. You, you, you lost Zeb Jackson midway through the season because he was going to enter the transfer portal. Why would you do it midseason and not just wait till the end? I don't know, but he's now at VCU, and I don't wish Zeb Jackson anything, um, you know, but but happiness, health, and all that stuff, success. Like, go be go be great. Young king is what they like to say. Like, okay, all right, if you're young king, like, why don't you just take a team to the tournament? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Ben Simmons couldn't get his team to the tournament, so just you know, remember that. Uh, but – uh, For me, this is a big okay, one. What's up? Speaking of no, actual, speaking of transfers, I don't know if you, have you seen the situation at LSU after Will Wade got fired? Oh my god! Every scholarship player went to the portal. Every single one. They have no team. Wow, it's just they might. And if Brandon Johns, he's available. Yeah, <laughs> right. You, you want a starting spot? You're gonna play. Small forward and power forward starting for LSU. In the SEC, week one. Like, all right. And, 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 and depending on who the new coach is, will those guys, will those guys try to follow Will Wade? Uh, will, what will, what, where will they go? What will they do? But if you get a guy like Brandon, like, and I, the reason I made the comment about Toledo or Western Michigan for Brandon Johns is that there isn't a big guy in the league of, of substance. There just isn't. Jonathan Williams is one of the the better, bigger guys. He's six seven. Right? He's basically he's a small forward at the Big Ten level. Like that's just what it is. I mean, look at Illinois for God's sakes. Like Andre Curbelo entered the transfer portal. For what? Why? Like the only thing I can think of is that you know maybe they he believes they mishandled some of his injury issues earlier in the year. I don't know. Like I'd love to have him on the show, but I just I don't know. Now we're finding out that only 22 of 130 NCAA FBS level Division One schools say they have plans to provide uh, allowed academic bonus payments to athletes this year. So that's less than a quarter of the nation's wealthiest college athletic departments. So not only are we going to pay to play, now we're going to pay you for good grades. And in response to a federal judge's mandate, the NCAA changed its rule in August of 2020 to allow schools to pay each of their athletes up to $5,980 per year as a reward for academic performance. Do you know what the reward is for academic performance? It's eligibility to play your sport. Do you know what the it's reward a is? Cheese party, right? Yeah, it's your, free it's your free p- rentals from Family Video. Five dollars every a. It's your pizza party, right? If if your your reward for academic performance is eventually a degree from said university. I was told the other day by a gentleman that I work with. We like to call him. His name is Chuck. We sell ground Chuck. We call it ground Chuck. And uh, so I was, I was, you know, talking to ground Chuck here. At uh, Danny's Fine Foods, and this kid, this high school kid, goes, "Is that where? Is that why that that's named Ground Chuck?" I said, "No, that's not why it's named Ground Chuck. That's why we call him Ground Chuck." It's inverse here. He said that at a local, uh, not not a, a chain grocer in the area, that they are offering a fifty dollar bonus per week if on every day that you are scheduled you make it to work on time. A fifty dollar a week bonus if 
You can make it to work every day you are scheduled that week on time. What's you, on time? 15 minutes early. If you ain't 15, uh, 15 minutes early, you're five minutes, what was it? If you're 10 minutes early, you're five minutes late, something like that. The very, very strange $5,980 reward for academic performance to me is just like this. It's like we have opened up these floodgates. We have no control over anything, and we're allowing. So what if, like, let's say Texas this grade bonus is pretty much what it is. I think this was the, because this is like two years old now. Mm-hmm. Or at least like introduced before COVID time, I think this was NCAA's like reaction to try to hold off NIL. Of well, like, for- no, we'll offer money, but you gotta do your part. But you have to work for it, right? You gotta work for it in the class because you're a student athlete. And so I, I like think that's that. I think that's what it, it was supposed to be like a counteract, and then it was like, nah, go get paid. It's your name, but nah. The 22 NCAA uh, FBS level schools out of 130 say they have plans in place to provide academic bonus payments if their kids show up on time, right, uh, to their athletes this year. Arkansas, Auburn, Clemson, Colorado, Connecticut, Florida, Iowa State, Kentucky, LSU, Miami, Mizzou, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, Oregon, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Texas Tech, Washington, and So Wisconsin. North Carolina is going to pay for people to take their kids' tests and then – going to pay the, those kids when they get good grades the, the rosa parks report will never i mean that should never be forgotten it was one paragraph but this is all part of the the it, the larger issue that i have with college athletics right this is this is all part of it and at what point you know i know that a lot of people don't value the degree it doesn't matter because you can't cash it out so whatever okay all right um if we're going to have advising teams in place for nil Fine. Are kids actually going to do something with name, image, and likeness, or is it going to just be the bag man that is there? You know, forget what playing a college sport means from a networking standpoint. Forget all the different programs that they have uh, to line you up with internships uh, to get you in those. uh, You know, Michigan does it a lot. I know Michigan State has a program um, as well in which, you know, they basically, they take their teams and they get them around um, you know, business people, and they have luncheons, right? And they'll have dinners, and they'll do meet and greets and things of that nature. Like, the, the athletic department does everything in their power to set their student-athletes up for success. Everything in their power. I mean, you have study tables, which a lot of people don't even know what those are, but it's a required time, 20 hours, uh, that you are basically in a study hall doing your homework. Like, you have to meet that requirement. People are like, oh, I have to go to study tables. Like, God bless you for being able to have to do that. I would, have, I would have benefited greatly from somebody forcing me 20 hours a week to be in there. Me personally, that would have been great for me. As an adult, I can look at myself and say, yes, you would have benefited from a study table. You would have benefited from the nutrition plan, in which Ohio State spending tens of thousands of dollars every single meal. Every meal. What are you having for breakfast? How many eggs can this team eat? Dude, they have a, the Scarlet Skyway. They have a, a literal sky bridge between their two gyms. Like, I mean, every, everything is like, everything is there for you to be successful. So that's my my biggest also question. Also, the like, best media food table for football games. Ohio State? Yes. <laughs> They're the best at nothing in football. 
Don't succumb to something better than a hot dog. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is an offer. Too good to pass up. Hey, guess what? Playoffs right around the corner. New customers bet just $1. Get $150 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and see and use the promo code HUGE. And see your bank account booming. Promo code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. If you or somebody who knows a gambling problem, wants some help, needs some help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline, 800-270-7117, 21-plus, Michigan-only, minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Hour 2 is coming up next. We'll talk to Jason Beck. He will join us. Uh, we'll dive into that Pistons game last night, get your headline news, all that and more here on X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.